and bronettes out there and uh, all of my uh, juggalos and juggalettes and huggalos and huggalettes and bugaloos and bedbugs and uh, all of you out there all of you 10 to 13 potential people that listen to this god freaking darn it uh, thank you uh, hello this is jason never mind and uh, this is not safe for work which means uh, basically I know a lot of people they have these nice desk jobs which I would love to have one of those and uh, you know they might be kind of uh, slacking off you know just on the internet slacking off if you're slacking off at work (laughs) you might get busted but it's it's a lot less embarrassing if when you do get busted your boss doesn't look over your shoulder and read about how someone's decapitating a horse and, 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 and sucking their thumb and then crying and screaming for their mother slowly decapitating a horse that's something you don't want your boss to know that you're into especially since your boss really loves horses your boss has the soul of a horse so do not let them see the horse torture porn that you watch you sick animal you so anyway ah I was compiling ideas for shows and <laughs> in doing research and looking for stories that weren't just completely offensive, you know, just that have some merit that we can work with here, where it's not just like, and here's some terrible things that are just against everything I hold dear, and I don't want to say those terrible words, but there's plenty that don't have terrible words, so we have plenty to work with, but <laughs> I found My Little Pony Dark Fan Fiction. Jesus freaking Cristo. My Little Pony. Pony Dark Fan Fiction. In the NSFW category, what the fuck could possibly be in a My Little Pony Dark Fan Fiction story that would require me to click a link to prove that I am 18 in order to read it? Yep, not to see it. Yep, just see it. So, <laughs> this is where it's all going to begin right here. It's funny because when I, when I started falling down this rabbit hole, when I was all up in this rabbit's hole, I tweeted a couple things, you know, a couple of My Little Pony related things, and I was retweeted by a brony. I have a brony connection now. I have officially cracked the brony network in, in, in my travels, so yes, uh, to all my bronies out there. I don't know. Is that what you like? <laughs> I like your hair. Okay, so let's get it on like Marvin Gaye. This is the creepy podcast episode 12 not safe for fucking work stupid fucking poop head stupid terrible smelly poopy fucking face in your stupid ugly face work Joe, this is a story called rainbow factory this one's a bit lighter even though it seems that they're all a bit dark but 
the one coming up after this one, which is called Cupcakes, is really fucked up. It made me sad. It really did. When I was previewing it, I'm like, this is terrible. Who would fucking write this? <laughs> oh, good Lord. It was nice. It was nice to feel that, to know that I'm not completely dead inside. That's good. That's a good thing, right? It's, it's good. Rainbow Factory is a My Little Pony. Friendship is Magic. Fan fiction written by Aurora Dawn. The story. There's long been rumors as to how exactly rainbows are made in Escarita? Oh, (laughs) this is how much I know about My Little Pony. Equestria. I get it, because equestrian is horse-related, right? It's like equestrians are people that, they're the ones that masturbate horses. That's what they are, right? Feel free to correct me. takes a lot of forearm strength. There's long been rumors as to how exactly rainbows are made in Equestria. While a great amount of Pegasi ponies are employed in the rainbow department of the weather factory, almost all of them do the low-end work. What's known is that great streams of spectra, the individual colors of the rainbow, flow through large grates and onto vast vats. From there, workers carefully and equally mix the spectra into the coagulated rainbow pools that dot and run through the factory and surrounding city. Ooh, I feel invigorated after that. That was, that's some, uh, <laughs> dexterous language there. All right, I'm getting a workout. I'm getting loose. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're making rainbows right now. I'm engaged, I swear I am. Let's go. We're making rainbows. We're making rainbows happen in, in Equestria. Next, that mixture is pumped to the floor below where other employees atomize it and store it until the active weather Pegasi deploy it in field. This is fascinating shit. However, no one knows how individual spectra is made. <laughs> My mind is terrible. Supplies are never seen being brought in, leaving not even a clue what goes into a rainbow. Tourists, when visiting the factory, are treated to an extremely foreboding and plain wall with massive solid doors bearing entry to any pony at any time. How sad. While most of the facility's various signs and architecture is bubbly and welcoming, the rainbow factory's upper floor was protected by harsh imagery of potential hazards and death. And the cloud wall was made not of the clean white of the rest of the city, but of a black, quietly thundering fog. Fog. To become an employee of the Upper Rainbow Factory meant sacrificing any life outside those black walls. That's right, the fucking purge, motherfucker. Workers are sworn to secrecy and forbidden from leaving and live inside the facility itself. Those few who ever managed to make it out not in a body bag were twisted and disturbed. Too damaged to ever bring themselves to talk about it. A lot of theories were proposed. Dark magic from captured unicorns. Chemicals and environmental hazards that no sane pony would tolerate. And even thoughts of another unknown sister of Celestia's, destined to create the spectra instead of raising the sun or the moon. None of them could be farther than the truth. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the phrase. Okay. uh, Oh. Quell demons. Quell the demons. It's okay. My brain demons are screaming. Scream to get rid of them. Oh. This is Jason. Never mind. And you're listening to the Creepy Podcast. A product of the Vampire and a Pony Podcast Network. None of them could be farther than the truth. Oh. 
Okay, I'm just gonna read this how I think it's supposed to be. I'm a fucking idiot. And oh. Uh, ponies, oh yeah. Oh. None of them could be farther from the truth. Sick. Oh. Ooh, you're feisty today, Jason. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. We should get you lotioned up, because you have dry skin. Oh. Is this some kind of flashback? There's dialogue happening. Who's talking? <laughs> okay, I'm just going to read it. We're just going to keep going. But a rainbow's easy once you get to know it with the help of a magic Pegasus device. Oh. Come on, Orion. We're going to be late for our final test. Scootaloo called to a friend of hers, but she was older now, in her last year of flight school. She, like all other Pegasus in the school, were terribly nervous about the final test. Those that passed were granted freedom into the world to find their cutie marks if they haven't yet. <laughs> cutie mark? <laughs> Have you found your cutie mark yet? Ooh, nice cutie mark. Yeah, got lucky. Cutie mark. All right. To find their cutie marks if they haven't yet and become working ponies. Ooh, that's terrible. Love is a battlefield. Hell is for ponies. Little is known or at least little thought about fact was of what happened to the fillies that failed their test. <laughs> the fillies that failed their test. Oh my God. Uh, uh, there's so much Limerick language on the creeping pesta. Oh, the fillies have failed the test. Oh, what are they going to do? Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the fillies have failed the test. I can't take it. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm serious now. I'm totally serious. Wait. <sighs> little is known, or at least little thought about fact. What the f- What? was of what happened to the fillies that failed their test. <laughs> While uncommon, one or two from every class generally didn't have it in them to perform the rigorous acts and maneuvers. Those that failed their tests were looked down upon in the worst of ways, shunned and hated. Cloudsdale had always been a form of nationalism amongst its occupants. If you weren't the best or didn't show the potential of being the greatest, you weren't allowed to be part of the glorious collective. Scootaloo moved a little to the side as Orion, a tall yet fairly skinny pony, settled next to her. He fluffed his light brown feathers and gave a worried attempt at a smile as he stared around where he sat. Why do I feel like I'm at Burning Man right now? He fluffed his light brown feathers and gave... They were sitting in the large open waiting room onlooking the Coliseum, with all the other graduating Pegasi. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a freaking Dio song or something, right? Fucking early, fucking deep purple pegaside. There's the metal band waiting to happen. You're welcome. Go ahead, take that one. Just visible in the distance was the factory. <laughs> yeah. Ryan glanced at it and gulped. And then he stood up. <laughs> My mind, the mind demons, they have to. Terrible jokes. What's the matter, Orion? <laughs> you afraid of getting a dead-end job on the snow line? Orion chuckled a bit, then closed his eyes and swallowed aside. No, it's just... I don't know. I don't think I can do this. What if I fail? What if I don't fail, but do just bad enough to still be disliked by everyone? 
I don't know if I can take being deported. <laughs> this is fucked up. This is My Little Pony. Okay. I had no idea this show was so deep. Scootaloo gave Orion a friendly reach, a friendly punch. No one knows. You dolt. And we're not going to fail. Everyone here is going to be fine. I know I will at least pass, she laughed. Thanks to all the tips from Rainbow Dash, I'm sure to be fine. Oh, yeah, sure. That reassures me. That's actually just as, if not even more reassuring, than the psychopathic hate every pony here seems to love to spread. My Little Pony's dark, yo. This is dark shit. <laughs> what monsters has this cartoon bred? Oh, we are only now seeing the repercussions, and seriously, Cupcakes is going to make you cry. It's going to make you sad. It's going to make you real fucking sad. Jesus fucking Christ, it's sad. It's sad shit. My little pony. Serial oh, killer. Oh, no. Quit panicking, scaredy wings, Scootaloo replied. The only one here I think might even fail is that yellow pony with the dark green mane. She's the one who was sick for that month, you know. Oh yeah, Orion remembered as he craned his head in the other pony's direction. The one who had that bad case of open wing. <laughs> she looks pretty confident though. She's got hoof and wing. I wonder how she got the piece of hoof and wing. <laughs> I suppose we'll see. Scootaloo trailed. Turning to look at the factory herself, it gave her chills. Not a fear, but pride. Mine factory. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get some cool active weather job. Can you imagine? Everyone in Ponyville or Philadelphia starting up. <laughs> Ooh, does that mean I can get a Philly cheesesteak? Because I'm going to eat you. Can you imagine? Everyone in. Ponyville. Everyone in Ponyville, or Philadelphia, <laughs> staring up at me going, There goes Scootaloo, such an amazing flyer, and from Cloudsdale, there can be no dis out, yo. From Cloudsdale, yo. Where Cloudsdale at? <laughs> Cloudsdale in the house, yo. She smiled in excitement, forgetting her tension for the moment. That would be something, I'll admit, mind you, just coming from Cloudsdale, who wouldn't be in awe. Praise the flock. Places, places, every pony. A massive buff Pegasus walked towards the entrance to the Coliseum. We're gonna do this by name, motherfucker. Your adjusters are on the east side of the field. Do not, I repeat, do not fly too far west. If they lose sight of you for any reason, you'll be failed immediately. Take deep breaths, stretch your wings one last time. The test will consist of three sections. Weather clearing, agility, and finally, who can take my cock the Recovery. Clear the clouds, fly through the hoops, and then fly to the marked elevation. Close your wings for at least three seconds. 
do not fucking look at me any less and you'll fail but keep in mind there's no extra points for extra seconds finally recover before you hit the cloud floor understood and don't you questions the instructor paused and carefully glanced at every single pony in the room and then pulled his pants up everyone done looking at my everyone's eyes were completely focused on him and none were creased with confusion they all know what they saw I think this pasta is to blame it's putting these ideas in my head because I'm a I'm a good person I swear I'm a I'm a good boy I'm a good guy all right Aurora Dawn you're up first hey isn't that who wrote this you know, this is better than Josephus. This is this is the real shit. This is the real My Little Pony shit. All right, Aurora Dawn. You're up first. Clear, fly, fall, complete. The yellow pony nodded and walked quickly up to the starting ramp with purpose. She started at the... She stared at the watching judges, waited for a nod from all three, and then took off with powerful force. The ramp bounced slightly from the force of the takeoff, Every pony watched as Aurora quickly reached the starting altitude and then began a direct and purposeful attack on the positioned clouds. With expert timing and intelligent angles, she killed the fuck out of those clouds. And not only that, she enjoyed it. She grabbed one cloud by the face and bit into its throat and and kicked it in the groin repeatedly until it pissed and shit and pissed and shit all over itself which fell all over the ponies and they were covered in piss and shit and piss and shit and piss and shit not safe for work mother trucker the sky was soon empty of any moisture Scootaloo and Orion watched with open mouths as (laughs) and kicked it in the groin okay Just breathe. Just breathe, Jason. It's okay. It's okay. You're not crazy. Someone wrote this. Someone fucking wrote this. And they wrote these words. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Okay. Scootaloo and Orion watched with open mouths as they watched the first test tee pull fast and tight turns, expertly shooting dead center through each and every hoop. Finally, Aurora pulled herself up to the proper altitude, hovered and closed her wings. The group of students gasped as she started plummeting. (laughs) This is dark. Down towards the clouds and counted breathlessly. One, two... Three. Three. They sighed as they watched her wings open in the correct amount of time, collectively holding that relief. Suddenly, Aurora's wings whipped upwards, and the group of students flinched in horror as they all heard the loud, hollow snap. (laughs) Only to be suddenly replaced by an unending, piercing Scream. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I need a, I need a towel, a tissue towel, but my face is soaked in mucus.
Many, like Orion, shielded their eyes with their wings. As others, like Scootaloo, could only watch, <laughs> terrified, <laughs> as the blur of yellow, green, and red plummeted into a cloud with a dull thump. Wasting no time, the instructor walked forwards again as the three judges simply pointed down and started shuffling papers around. You motherfuckers! I would rip your hearts out if it was not illegal. But it is. So I'm just gonna think about it real fucking hard, you pieces of shit. My saddle is waiting. Come and jump on it. Wasting no time, the instructor walked forward again as the three judges simply pointed down and started shuffling papers around. Speaking loudly, as if nothing had happened, he called out again. Daisy Fields, clear. Fly. Fail. Fall. <laughs> Sorry, Freudian slip. Complete. Scootaloo and Orion. Scootaloo. Seriously, who came up with that fucking name? You couldn't come up with a better name than Scootaloo. I hate saying this word. Oh, I'm getting edgy. When the, when the hell did this happen? It's because of that name. That's why, Jay. Oh, shit. I'm having internal conversations now. Oh. Jesus fucking Christ. Scootaloo and Orion stared slack-jawed as another pony gulped and then stood up and walked away from the judges. Oh no, it's fixed. I'm, it's so easy. Scootaloo and Orion stared slack-jawed as another pony gulped then walked toward and Fuck! walked forwards onto the path and took off. They turned back to the tuft on the cloud where Aurora landed and stared. As the wind blew <laughs> the fragments that were thrown up from the collision away, they saw the shivering yellow body attempt to move. Oh yeah, I forgot it was sad shit, man. This is morbid. This isn't NSFW, like really? I guess because it doesn't say shit, piss it, shit, piss it. Vagina. <laughs> Nipples. <laughs> <laughs> skip ahead. No one's coming. <laughs> this is so fucked up. No one's coming to help her. Orion seethed through closed teeth. You just never conceived of anyone actually reading this out loud, right? You just, okay, like, and in your head it makes sense, but when you're actually trying to make these words happen with your mouth, you're fucking with me. Oh, okay. No breathe, no life. No one's coming to help her. Orion seethed through closed teeth. Scootaloo felt extremely sad for the yellow Pegasus, but couldn't see herself helping her. Bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, I use that word sparingly, but seriously. That's some Joan Collins shit. Slap, slap, slap. She would be failed herself and sent away, and far away from Cloudsdale and any familiar place on Escarita, es 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 Equestria, to a place where she and any other failed students could never stain Cloudsdale's reputation by pissing and shitting and pissing on it. Piss and shit. It was a terrible shame. <laughs> 
But Scootaloo couldn't fail herself. She couldn't fail her friends. And she definitely couldn't fail Rainbow Dash. Which I believe is Stacy Dash's younger cousin who is a pony, I guess. She's blue, I think. She's the blue one, I think. I have not been watching the reality show, so I'm not sure which one Rainbow Dash is. Not after the care and help she had given her Scootaloo's. Right, this is... Okay, yeah, they're going, they're going. Uh, don't even pretend you don't... Oh, okay, I'm going to back up because they curse. Okay. Orion Solstice. Clear. Fly. Fall. Complete. No. What? The instructor took a step back, one leg raised in the air. You can't just refuse your flight test, stupid. Get out there before you piss the judges off. No, don't even pretend you don't care about my future if you don't care about hers, Orion defied, unsure about himself. You say you want me to get a good life, and you let those that fail suffer unbearable pain. Well, yeah, that's how life works. Get the fuck onto the field before I fail you myself. Ah, give me your clothes. Give me your butthole. I'll put my face in there. I'll put my head in there. i scream loud and make your heart explode. You are dead to me. The instructor shouted. Menacingly. That's a good description. <laughs> Fine. Orion spoke sharply before walking onto the ramp. He stared at the judges. This is my little pony. <laughs> he stared at the judges. Waited for the individual nods, and the second they came, he took off. However, long before the starting altitude, he turned sharply and landed gently next to Aurora. Aurora! She turned and looked at him. God damn, this thing is long. She turned and looked at him, blood running down her forehead and sides, and tears streamed down her face. What? What are you doing? You'll feel like me. You'll be exiled. I'd rather be exiled from a place that treats ponies like this than live my life while others don't live theirs. Aurora smiled, happiness briefly replacing her sadness in her blackened, puffy eyes. Until she stumbled again, an intense pain flashed across her body. Orion leaned in close, using his wing to brace the yellow pony against himself. He stared up at the judges, beaming hate with his vision. They stared down, unaffected, and simply pointed down before looking back towards the ramp for the next contestant. Come on down! Scootaloo looked shocked, hardly hearing her name called. Oh yeah, Scootaloo, it's your turn. I hope the worst shit happens to you. I fucking hate your name. I fucking hate it! This podcast is turning me into Joan Collins. Slap, 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 Scootaloo, slap, slap! Scootaloo stood shocked, hardly hearing her name called. She moved numbly up the ramp, never taking her eyes off her friend and the pony who sacrificed himself to help. After a brief moment, she shook her head, recovered her thoughts, and looked to the judges. This is Sparta! This is Sparta! After a brief moment, she shook her head, recovered her thoughts, and looked to the judges. 
thoughts passed her head as she watched them all nod. Oh, Celestia, what do I do? I can't let everyone I know down. But I'll never see Orion again, I suppose it. I hope he knew that risk when he did that. I'm sure he's thinking the same right now. She glanced at Orion. He wasn't looking at her. She took off, heartbroken. Instinct kicked in the dull waving. Instinct kicked in as the familiar rush of wind cooled her and blew her thoughts away. She stopped at the right altitude and then launched again, sensing and seeing every cloud, formulating a game plan. In a matter of a couple dozen seconds, the sky was clear. She did a quick loop in mid-flight, aiming at the first hoop. With a powerful flash of her wings, she propelled forward through the first ring, and then the second and the third, expertly turning and drifting. She curved in towards the second last ring near the bottom of the field. As she descended, she caught sight of Orion and Aurora, almost at the west gate. Now, Orion turned his head and smiled weakly. Scootaloo's focus shattered. Orion knew what he did. He cared about her. He'd miss her. And he'd never get to say goodbye. Fuck! That's fucked up! This is like the Transformers movie, yo. For real. Why you play with my emotions now that I'm invested? You fuckers. You... Scootaloo! Cranked into the bottom part of the ring. Falling backwards several feet and hitting the ground. With a sudden intense flash of fear, she flipped herself onto her feet and began flapping her wings, levitating off the ground. Maybe that didn't count as a failure, she thought. I could still fly. There was a distraction on the field. She spun around to the judges. Three hooves pointed down, motherfucker, down. Scootaloo started crying then tears welling up and blurring her vision. This wasn't right. This shouldn't have happened. None of it. Orion should have passed his test and cheered her from the east gate. She shouldn't have looked at him. She should have focused on flying, but there was no room for excuses. Defeated, she slowly hovered towards Orion and settled down next to him. She looked at him with her purple eyes. He looked back, offering a smile. You did a good job. Scootaloo dropped her head and sobbed. She then walked around Orion, lifted a wing of her own, and helped Aurora walk to the west gate. Before them stood a long unit hall with only a cheap sign stuck to the wall, notifying Tess Failies to proceed down the hall. Silent Green is made out of ponies. They waited only briefly to gather themselves and prepare for where they would be taken and then all stepped forward together. Let's delve deeper into rainbow philosophy far beyond that of Cloudsdale's mythology. It's easy to misjudge that Reinhold floating city with its alluring decor and social psychology. Against an empty carriage at the end of the lonely hall were three imposing ponies. Imposies? <laughs> I'm witching. Oh, <laughs> so committed, but I want this to be over. Where is this going? Oh my god. 
Fudge! Fudgy, fudge, 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 fuck. Against an empty carriage at the end of the lonely hall were three imposing ponies leaning in a disinterested and bored pose. Ooh, they're punk rock ponies. They're hot topic goth ponies. One of them happened to look up as the sorry looking trio stumbled out into the open. They were on the bottom edge of the Coliseum with the vast rolling hills and plains of es- of Escarate. They were at that place that... Fuck you. Hey, boss. We got dim worthless pegasuses. What the fuck? Hey, boss. We got some dim worthless pegasuses. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? 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 Hey, boss, we got some damn worthless Pegasuses. The first one called to an even bigger pony on the other side of the carriage. I suppose it's get to work time, is it? Cool it, hotshot. There may be more. Two. No, no. I was the last student to go. Scootaloo spoke in sobs. Orion could only hang his head. It's... It's... Money Python's flying circus. She paused and breathed deeply, determined to remain as strong as she could. It's just us three. Aurora's wings, they're broken. She needs help. She's vulnerable. Let's eat her. She looks delicious. Oh, let's eat her alive. Sorry, I turned into the goth Tom Jones all over there for... I, where did that... I, I, this story is affecting my brain. Uh, what's up with all this Aunt Jemima speak? Ain't that just a cry and shame it is? What's it to us? All the better she don't come flying to us no more. What the fuck? Like, really? Is this worth reading anymore? I'm... This is making my brain turn to pudding. I don't care how it ends. I want to get to cupcakes. Because, secretly, I want you all to understand why I feel so sad about it. Cupcakes! (laughs) I cupcakes. (laughs) Hold on! I have to go to the bathroom. Cupcakes. (sighs) Hmm... Delicious. Cupcakes is a dark fan fiction set in the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic universe. It depicts the character Pinkie Pie as a serial killer, though still keeping her in-universe bright and cheery demeanor, who drugs her friend Rainbow Dash, drags her to a hidden cellar, and proceeds to piss and shit in her pissing and shit and and proceeds to slowly and it's so sad see I've already read it (laughs) oh poor Rainbow Dash she she was so sweet she didn't deserve it (sighs) okay uh, 
It depicts the character Pinkie Pie as a serial killer, though still keeping her in-universe bright and cheery demeanor, who drugs her friend Rainbow Dash, drags her into a hidden cellar, and proceeds to slowly and brutally mutilate her to death. The extremely graphic nature of this thick that's what it says, has made it rather infamous within the MLP fandom. We're going to read Cupcakes. Cupcakes by Sergeant Sprinkles, world's greatest party clown. <laughs> Laughing while I'm crying, I might as well be crazy. It starts off like this. Warning. 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 Warning, this fan fiction is incredibly gory and may ruin your appreciation of a certain My Little Pony character as well as the titular baked goods. Read at your own risk. Give me your clothes. I don't want to be Hauser. He's a My Little Pony asshole. Asshole. The air was warm. The sun was shining and every pony in Ponyville was having a glorious day. The town square was bustling and crowded and busy ponies filled the streets. All the pony folks seemed to have somewhere specific to be, all except Rainbow Dash. Her place was in the sky. She tore freely through the air, speeding one way and the next, buzzing the treetops and racing the wind. The blue pegasus swooped over a schoolyard, much to the delight of the children, then climbed several hundred feet and dove, streaking downward as fast as she could. Seconds before hitting the ground, her wings flew open and she pulled up back into the clear blue. Rainbow felt alive. Yeah, this is, these are all wasted words because this is not what you're reading this for. You made My Little Pony torture porn and you're setting a scene. Why do we need a backstory to start hacking to the fucking pony and have it fucking beg for its life so you can fucking spank, 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 spank? Suddenly, Dash remembered that she had somewhere to be. She was supposed to meet with Pinkie Pie in five minutes. Oh, thank God. Here comes the torture. Dash had gotten so caught up in her exercises that she'd nearly forgotten that Pinky had asked her to meet her at Sugar Keep Corner at three. Pinky hadn't said why or what they'd be doing. Well, of course not, because, you know, foreshadowing. If someone told you what they were going to do to you, what you're about to hear, like seriously, there's no rational human being. Except for maybe like, well, okay, rational. There's no rational human being that would agree to what's going to happen. There might be about seven German dudes who would jump at the chance and maybe even pay for it. And one dude in Fresno willing to do it. But yo, you don't advertise this shit. For real though. Yeah, he'll eat your penis. You just got to sign a waiver. It's okay. Whatever you want to do. You want someone to eat your penis? That's totally fine. I'll hook it up for you. I, I know penis eaters. They love it. It's delicious. It's a delicacy in Germany and Fresno. Suddenly, Dash remembered that she had somewhere to be. She was supposed to meet with Pinkie Pie in five minutes. 
Dash had gotten so caught up in her exercises that she'd nearly forgotten that Pinky had asked her to meet her at Sugar Cube Corner at 3. Pinky hadn't said why or what they'd be doing, but Dash knew that with Pinky, it could be anything. Dash wasn't sure if she really wanted to go, though she was so engaged with her stunts that she thought about blowing Pinky off to continue flying. But Dash's conscience got the better of her. She knew that it would hurt Pinky's feelings. After all, Pinky had said it was going to be something special just for the two of them. Dash considered it and thought, why not? What did she have to lose? Heck, it might be more pranking. Pinky might have found a bunch more fun stuff to pull on folks, and they'd had had so much fun the last time. They had fun fucking with nuns and kicking them in the face and shitting on babies and pissing and shitting on babies. Dash kicked into overdrive to make up for the lost time and sped to her appointment. When Dash walked into the store, she was immediately greeted by her host, who was bouncing in excitement. Yay, you're here. I've been waiting all day, said the jumping pony. Sorry if I'm a little late, Pinky. I was doing my afternoon exercises and lost track of time. Dash apologized. Oh, shit. You really eat. Dash, it's bad. It's so fucking bad. This is an infamous pasta. I've tapped into, like, the dark underbelly of the pasta scene with this one. We're going to keep going, though. We're not going to flinch. It's important. It's important to address these issues. Pinky giggled and responded in a gleefully reassuring tone. Oh, that's okay. You're here now. What's a few more minutes? I've been so excited thinking about all the fun stuff we're going to do. I haven't stopped bouncing since I woke up. I mean, I almost forgot to breathe. I've been doing so much goddamn fucking meth. I'm so happy. Meth, meth, happy, happy. Dash gave a slightly uncomfortable laugh. <laughs> She had always appreciated Pinkie Pie's friendly, outgoing way of life. But Pinkie's overabundant enthusiasm almost creeped her out. Dash maintained a polite expression. However, if Pinkie was this worked up, whatever she had planned must be good. You're a terrible judge of character. You make bad decisions. You're about to get fucked up. You have no idea how fucked up ponies can be. My saddle is waiting. Come and jump on it. Dash gave a slightly uncomfortable laugh. She had always appreciated Pinkie Pie's friendly, outgoing way of life. But Pinkie's overabundant enthusiasm almost creeped her out. Dash maintained a polite expression. However, if Pinkie was this worked up, whatever she had planned must be good. There's a spot in the woods where nobody goes, and we could take somebody there, and we could strip them naked and tie them to a tree and cover them with honey, and they will be eaten alive by animals overnight. And we can set up cameras and film the whole thing and watch it later and eat popcorn and do each other's nails. Or maybe you've got some stunts you think I should try. Or perhaps making cupcakes, Pinky happily announced. Baking? 
Dash was disappointed of you people. Pinky, you know I am no good at baking. Remember last time? I'm still not allowed back to the old age home because of the people that I killed. I baked them to death. You know I'm no good at baking. Remember last time? Oh, that's not a problem at all. I only need your bl- bl- blood help. Brains! I only need your... Liver! I only need your help making them. I'll be doing most of the stabbing work. Stab work. I'll be doing most of the work, Pinky explained. Dash thought about it for a second. Well, all right. I guess that's okay. What exactly do you need me to do? That's the spirit. Here you go. Pinky handed Dash... A cupcake. Dash was puzzled. I thought I was helping you bake. You will be. I made this one just for you before you got here. So, this is like taste testing or something? Sorta, Pinky said. Dash shrugged and popped the pastry in her mouth. She chewed a bit and swallowed. Not bad. Okay, now what, Dash? Asked. Now, Pinky informed her. You take a nap. Puzzled, Dash opened her mouth and felt instantly lightheaded. A wave of dizziness washed over. Spun and seconds later, she she fell the fuck down, yo. When Dash regained consciousness, she found herself in a dark room. She tried to shake her head, but found that a taut leather strap held it firmly in place. She struggled to move, but braces around her chest and limbs glued her to a rack formed from a series of sturdy planks, which spread her legs wide apart. Dash's wings were the only part of her not tied down, and they fluttered frantically while she struggled to escape. As she writhed, Pinky jumped suddenly into her line of sight. Goody, you're awake. Now we can get started. Oh, why did I turn into Arnold all of a sudden? I'm finding out too much about myself through these stories. Pinky stated gleefully. She bounded into the darknesses and quickly reappeared, pushing a small cart covered with a cloth. Oh no, she brought her fucking tools. Oh, Pinky. Oh. What kind of tools you got, huh? You bring me own shit. Shit and fucking shit. Pinky, what's going on? I, I can't move, Dash said urgently. Well, duh. That's because you're tied down. Chided. Pinky, that's why you can't move. I didn't think you'd need to be told that. But why? What's happening? I thought you said I was going to help you make cupcakes. You are helping. You see, I ran out of the special ingredient, and I need you to get more. Special ingredient? Dash was now breathing heavily and starting to panic. What special ingredient? I have to let you know what's going on right now in my head. See, I'm very, I'm very conflicted. See, I could, I could riff on this, but I feel like whatever I do is not going to be nearly as good as what's about to happen. So... I'm going to naked gun this. I'm going to Leslie Nielsen this until further notice. And, well, I'm not letting you in on the joke. Special ingredient? Dash was now breathing heavily and starting to panic. What special ingredient? 
Pinky giggled and responded, You silly! <laughs> Ew. Dash's eyes widened and her face contorted in fear. Then she started to laugh and ask, in a voice bordering on hysteria, Woo! You really got me there, Pinkie Pie. I mean, tricking me into thinking I'm going to get made into a cupcake. I gotta tell you, that's the best prank yet. You win. You're the best. Pinkie only giggled even more. Aw, comma, thanks, comma, dash, period. But I haven't done any pranks today. So I can't accept your praise. Dash was struggling again. Pinky, come on. (laughs) This isn't funny. Then why were you laughing? Before Dash could answer, Pinky grabbed the cloth and whipped it off the cart. On the cart was a tray containing various sharp medical opes, tools, fuck, and knives, shit, comma, carefully organized, oh shit, and wickedly sharp, as well as a large medical bag. You are fucked. You are fucked. You dash. You are legend at this point. Your screams will be heard in many kingdoms. Pinkie Pie, you animal! Dash was now in like full panic mode. She was starting to hyperventilate. Her mind raced as she tried to reason with the pink pony. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> you can't. <laughs> You can't do this, Pinky. I'm your friend. (sighs) Duh. I know you are, and that's why I'm so happy that I've got you here. We get to share your last moments together. Just you and me. Pinky was skipping again. Yay! Ooh, dismemberment and uh, pain and anguish and stabbing and killing. But the other ponies will wonder where I am. So full of yourself. When the clouds pile up, they'll come looking for me and then you'll get found out. Dash cried in desperation. Oh, Dash, said Pinky. Don't worry. There are plenty of Pegasus ponies to take care of a few clouds. And besides, no one will find out. I mean, how long do you think I've been doing this? And with that ominous statement, the light suddenly came to life and revealed the rest of the room. (laughs) My Little Pony. My Little Pony? Kids from broken homes raised by television? Oh no. Dash reeled in horror at the image presented to her. The room was decorated with a typical but twisted piggy pie flare. Colorful streamers of dried-in trails fluttered around on the ceiling. Brightly painted skulls of all sizes were attached to the walls, and organs, done up in pastels, filled with helium, were tied to the backs of the chairs. Oh, how festive! The tables and chairs were made of bones and the preserved flesh of past ponies. Dash cringed upon seeing the center place of the table nearest to her. The heads of four foals, their eyes closed as if they were sleeping, were wearing party hats made from their own skin. (laughs) 
heads of four foals, their eyes closed as if they were sleeping, were wearing party hats made from their own skin. With a thrill of terror, Dash recognized one of them as Apple Bloom's classmate. Twist. Dash's eyes darted back and forth and then fell upon a patchwork banner hanging from the rafters. Made from several tanned pony hides, the words, Life is a party, were scrolled on it in blood. <laughs> Red. Ooh, that's the color of blood, y'all. <laughs> Ooh, this is titillating. Ooh, this is brilliant. <laughs> there is a brilliant mind behind this. This is definitely an adult. I, this, this is... This is parody. I, it has to be. I hope it is. Please. And please, please, please let there be a real human behind this creeper pasta this time. Dash's attention was brought back by a party horn unfurling and tickling her nose. She gaped at Pinkie Pie. She gaped. Oof. Uh, reeling the mind back in so I can just keep going like a normal human being. She had Pinkie Pie, who was standing right in front of her. The party pony was wearing a dress quilted from dried skin and blazoned with cutie marks. The fuck are cutie marks? What? Seriously. On her back fluttered six Pegasus wings, all of different colors. Burning Man. As the earth pony skipped in excitement, her necklace of severed unicorn horns clacked to color. <laughs> I, take, I, I, okay, hold, ah, chill. Okay, I'm gonna. <sighs> As the earth pony skipped in excitement, her necklace of severed unicorn horns clacked together loudly. Like it? Pinky asked. I made it myself. Desperately, Dash pleaded with the smiling pony before her. Pinky, please. I'm sorry if I did anything to you. I didn't mean it. Please let me go. I promise I won't tell anybody. Oh, Dash. You didn't do anything. It's just that your number came up and, well, I don't make rules. We can't turn back now. I believe, I believe, I believe I'm falling in love. Dash was tearing up. How could this be happening? Oh, oh don't be sad, Dash, said Pinky. Look, this will cheer you up. I brought you a friend. Give me your clothes. Seemingly out of nowhere, Pinky produced a brightly painted blue and yellow skull. <laughs> It was about pony-sized, but it had a very defining feature. A beak? Dash gasped in shock. Is... is that... is... that... Hey, Dash, let's hang together. These ponies are lemos, dweebs, dweebs, dweebs. Pinky mimicked. I caught her right before she left town. Remember when I left the party for about 20 minutes? That wasn't enough time to play with her, of course. I had to wait till after the party to do that. But boy, am I glad I did. It was worth it for the flavor alone. Griffins taste like two animals at once. It's amazing. Give me your clothes. I know she didn't have a number like everyone else in Ponyville. But when I gonna get another chance to try Griffin, I probably should have asked 
where she came from, so I should have gotten more, but I forgot. I'll tell you, I thought she was quite a fighter. She lasted a long time, which was a lot more fun for me. I got the chance to play with somebody other than a pony and try new things. It's too bad she had them such a mean mouth. She says so much bad stuff. I just had to take her tongue out, you know, bad language makes for bad feelings, Rainbow Dash. Dash didn't have anything to say. She just sobbed and writhed in her tight bonds. Well, said Pinky, with an air of finality. That's enough reminiscing. California, it's time to begin. Putting down Gilda's skull, the pink pony gripped a scalpel on the cleft of her hoof and walked over to Dash's right flank. Without any flair, Pinky placed the blade an inch above Dash's cutie mark. What the fuck is a cutie mark? And began a circular cut around it. Dash shouted in pain and tried desperately to pull away, but the braces held her still. Finishing the incision, Pinky grabbed a curved skinning knife from the tray. Screwing up her face in concentration, she worked it under Dash's skin and sliced the hide away from the muscle. Dash ground her teeth as she tearfully watched her flesh peel off. Pinky then moved to the other side and repeated the process of Dash's left flank. Once she had finished, Pinky held up both cutie marks in front of her friend and started waving them like pom-poms. Here's your cutie marks. And you're disfigured and your life sucks. Dash just whimpered, placing the ragged patches of skin down. Pinky selected a large butcher, Kanife, and walked behind the blue Pegasus. Hope you don't mind. I think I'm gonna... (laughs) Wing it now. Pinky laughed. She grabbed Dash's left wing in her mouth and played with it for a few seconds. This is fetish. This is not part of the role play. I'm not disciplining you because you like it. I'm disciplining you because you deserve it. She grabbed Dash's left wing in her mouth and played with it for a few seconds, yanking it back so the sharp pain in the... I don't know what the... Ring... R-E-I-G-N... Ring... Renited? Is that a word? She grabbed Dash's left wing in her mouth and played with it for a few seconds. Then, stretching the wing out, Pinky brought the blade down hard at the base. Instantly, Dash screamed and thrashed her appendage. The movement threw off Pinky's aim. She tried to hit the mark again but missed and carved a huge slice into Dash's back. Oops! <laughs> sorry! I mean, I'm totally fucking you up, but that wasn't my plan. But oops, sorry! And just, you know, honor among thieves. Just oops. Ooh, I'll just keep trying. <laughs> keep trying! Stab, 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 stab! Pinky took another whack and hit her target. She swung again and again. Blood sprayed into the air, but Pinky realized she wasn't getting anywhere. The blade just wasn't going through the bone. (laughs) I guess I forgot to sharpen it. I'll try something else. Stated Pinky matter-of-factly as she tossed the knife over her shoulder, embedding the blade in the table. Through the haze of pain and tears... Dash heard the sound of a metal box opening and 
and closing. Got it, said Dash. Why do they call it a hack, sir? It doesn't hack. Hacking is what I was doing with a knife. This is a saw. I don't get it. Pinky placed the tool. Are you savoring it? Are you savoring the language? Seriously, Pinky placed the tool over the mangled flesh of the last attempt. Standing on her hind legs, she worked that saw back and forth with her front hooves. It sliced effortlessly through the bone and skin. The feeling of the jagged teeth grinding into her made Dash want to vomit. She watched numbly as her wing flew over her head and landed with the fluff on the table. Pinky moved to the next wing and started sawing. Dash didn't struggle this time. She'd given up trying to fight and focused on choking back screams of agony. Abruptly, the sawing paused. Pinky was only halfway done, the wing hanging off by a sliver. Hey, Dash. <laughs> hey, Dash. Pinky piped up. Think fast. Suddenly. <laughs> you sick fuck. Suddenly, Pinky yanked the wing as hard as she could. The bone snapped, but the blue pony skin held. Then tore away. The pull ripped away a long strip of flesh all the way down Tash's back to her rumpa. Her body seized at the unexpected trauma. As her pelvis tensed up, Dash felt a warm release. But oh, great. She pooped herself and passed out. Dash awoke with the gasp. The stench of her urine filled her mucus-caked nostrils. Oh, yeah, I've had a couple mornings like that. Cocaine. As her vision swam into focus, she saw a very pouty pinky pie. Removing a large adrenaline needle from her chest. <sighs> Stomping her hooves, the frustrated Pinky lashed out at her helpless victim. Didn't anybody teach you any manners? It's very rude to fall asleep when someone invites you over to spend time with them. How would you like if I came over to your house and went to sleep? Oh, I'm sorry, Dash. You're so boring. I think I'll take a nap. <sighs> You think I always like doing this by myself? I told you how excited I got when I found you were next. I was excited to have a friend be here with me while I worked, but no. You've got to be inconsiderate, you know. I thought you were tough. I thought you could handle anything. Give me a close. But I had full stand-up better than you. Do I have to baby you? Huh? Is that how you want me to remember you as a baby? As Pinky stopped to catch her breath, Dash blinked and sobbed softly. Her back was in agony, her sides were on fire, and there was an intense pain in one of her legs. As she blinked again, she saw Pinky pop something red into her mouth and begin to chew. <laughs> Noticing Dash's stare, Pinky quickly gulped the morsel down. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What? Pinky asked. Oh, this? She held up another piece. Well, while you were asleep, I got a little impatient and helped myself to a small sample. I got it from your leg. You're not bad. Want to try some? Ha! Without waiting for a response, Pinky shoved the strip of meat into the revolted Pegasus's pony's mouth. Dash gagged and immediately spit it out. 
ungrateful. Pinky frowned and picked up the chunk of flesh. If you didn't want it, you could have said no. She contemplated the discarded snotty morsel, then gulped it up. It's not like you haven't had my cupcakes before. Oh, is this like Mulholland Drive? Remember that summer when you ate my cupcakes every night? Oh, then you married that asshole. You should have married my asshole. Swedish Schwarzenegger. Swallowing, Pinky turned her attention to a small can on the tray. She removed the lid, revealing that it was filled with red-hot coals. Lying on top of the coals were several large nails. Picking up the can, Pinky walked over to Dash's left period, holding some tongs with her mouth, comma. Pinky carefully picked up a nail and positioned it at the seam between her victim's front leg and hoof. She then grabbed a hammer and took careful aim. No, Pinky Dash screamed. No! MC Hammer came down and the nail punched Dash's skin. Hammer, hammer, why hot burning was too much. Dash screamed as she pulled and thrashed at the braces, causing her raw skin to rub and tear. Tear, 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 tear. Pinky tried to line up another nail, but couldn't find her aim. I get the feeling she doesn't give a peanut and let out a frustrated grunt. When Pinky brought the hammer back to take a wild swing, Dash burst out crying and begging. Please stop, please, please stop, please, please stop, please. Pinky rolled her eyes, putting down the hammer in tongs. She walked back in front of her friend and stared pensively at the broken Pegasus. Gilda didn't even cry this much when she had a lot. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Gilda didn't even cry this much when she had a live Parasprite. <laughs> a live Parasprite. Obey your thirst, bitch. She had a live Parasprite stuffed down her throat. Pinky thought for a moment about what to do next, then had a sudden spark of inspiration. Rotating a wheel on the rack. The calm that a torturer feels. Oh, I know exactly what to do. Rotating a wheel on the rack, Pinky laid Dash on her back, then moved to Dash's hind legs, bringing the can with her. Picking up her tools, Pinky drove a searing hot spike of metal directly into the bottom of Dash's hoof. As Dash yelled in pain, Pinky moved around and drove a second nail into the other hoof. Next, Pinky went back to her cart and located an enormous battery and controller, which she dragged over to where she was working. She tied copper wires between the terminals and the nails driven into Dash's hooves, then gave Dash a wink and flipped the switch. Electricity rocketed through Dash's body. The blue pony reacted immediately. Her body seized and her muscles snapped taut. Dash's hips thrust skyward, her eyes rolled back, and she let out a deep, throat-shredding cry. Pinky giggled and danced in place, then reached down and turned up the juice. Dash convulsed uncontrollably, and her bladder emptied once more. After about five minutes, Pinky shut off the power. Yeah, because you know that's expensive. 
Wisps of steam rose from the singed fur around Dash's hooves, and the area reeked of cooked flesh and burnt enamel. Pinky rotated Dash upright again and tried snap the drooling. Okay, there's a two missing. I'm gonna put the two in place, alright? Pinky rotated Dash upright again and tried to snap the drooling delirious pony back to attention. Dash! Dash! Rainbow Dash! Wake up! Dash moaned and managed... managed... to give a... modi... a modi come modicum... modishum... of weak acknowledgement. Pinky studied her handiwork, then reached into the medicine bag and produced a large syringe. Party time! All right, it's time for the last round. How's a... It's not a tumor. Let's do push-ups. Give me your clothes. Dash focused blearily on the needle, which Pinky took as a question as to what it was. This is a little something to make the Velvet Underground make sense. Pinky informed Dash as she walked around to where victims ruined back. Dash flinched as Pinky jabbed the needle into the lower part of the blue pony's spine. Moving in front of her friend again. <laughs> friend. Moving in front of her friend. <laughs> Pinky laid down and elaborated. In a few minutes you won't be able to feel anything below your lip cage. Oh that's nice. That's, that's, that's very responsible. Then you'll be able to stay awake to watch the carnage, harvest carnage. Ooh, oh, that's fucked up. Dash started to cry again. Pinky? She choked it out? Yeah. I want to go home. Dash sobbed. Yeah, I can see wanting to do that, replied the party pony. Sometimes I just want to give up, just say I'm done with this mess and go to bed. But you know what? You can't shrug off your responsibilities. You have to pull yourself up and meet the challenges head on. That's the only way you're going to get in head of life. Stab and stab and shock and kill the pony. Dash hung her head and cried. Minutes passed as the drug took effect. Eventually, Dash was completely numb from her chest to her flanks. At this point, Pinky approached with a scalpel, glancing at Dash and smiling. Pinky made a long horizontal cut across the Pegasus pony's pelvis. Moving up Dash's body, Pinky made a similar incision under her ribs. Finally, Pinky made a long vertical cut down Dash's stomach, connecting the first two. Looks like I got my... I got my... A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, ah, on you, Dash. Giggled with a moist, gooey sound. 
the flaps of skin open. The side of her own organs. And the lack of feeling caused Dash's breathing to intensify, which I don't know. No, because your lungs are part of your organs, so... Uh, you're not using them anymore. Okay, where are we? Uh, in the organs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should get some to eat. Pinky carefully sliced open Dash's abdominal sack and grabbed her large intestines. She separated the organ from the rest of the digestive tract and pulled it out of the new cavity. Pinky grew jovial. Oh, that's nice. Laughing as she gutted her friend, Pinky began to make jokes. Dash, growing weaker from this new source of blood loss, tried desperately to shit out the... Oh, oh, sorry. Shut out the macabre comedy act. Well, why would you do that? Look at me. I'm rarity. I'm crazy. I'm fucking crazy. California. Slinging the intestinal tube around her neck and spraying blood in all directions. Isn't my new scarf so pretty? Reaching back inside, she sliced the smaller intestine off from the bowels. Ew. Squeezing out the excess excrement, Pinky filed the slimy organ through her teeth and dragged it back and forth. Oh, filed. Dentists say you got to floss every day. Dash, this is your intestines in my teeth because I'm a sick pony. I'm a really fucked up pony. This is like a John Carpenter movie. Dash was barely aware of what was going on anymore. The shock was causing her to fade. Disappointed, Pinky dived back into the blue pony's guts, her ramping up her routine. Don't go yet, Dash. Pinky started. <laughs> ah, oof! Such a instrument collector. Pinky started pulling out the rest of Dash's organs, pausing with each removal. I know I can be a real pancreas, but you know I'm just kidding with you. Ha ha! You got to learn to live right up, boy. These jokes are getting bladder. Guess you gotta develop a stomach for them. Yeah, tuma tuma tuma. Pinky placed the discarded body parts into a bucket, keeping the last one for a bit longer. Ooh, bagpipes. Must be the lungs, she said, placing the end of Dash's esophagus in her mouth and the stomach in her armpit. (coughs) She squeezed, and a spurt of acid hit her tongue. Ew, oh hey look, there's your cupcake, Dash. (laughs) Dash didn't hear her tormentor. She had slipped from consis-ness, consis-ness, minutes ago. Pinky, not yet satisfied, hit Dash with another adrenaline shot. Dash woke up for the last time, her heart pounding. Warm blood flowed out from the wound in her chest in great spurts. It wouldn't be long now. Pinky brought Dash around onto her back again and straddled the blue pony's chest scalpel at the ready. You know, Rainbow Dash, I'm disappointed. I thought she would have lasted longer. I really wanted to spend more time with you before we got here. But I guess it's my fault. I should have taken it a little slower. Oh well, it was really nice knowing you, Dash. The blade sunk into the blue throat and worked its way up to Dash's chin. Coming back down, Pinky's scalpel then circled Dash's neck. 
The last thing Rainbow Dash felt was her skin being cut away from her skull and the metal of the blade scraping her teeth. Then she was gone. Pinkie Pie stared into the mirror. She had done a really good job. Coming. Even keeping the eyelids. She winked. Coming. And Dash winked back. Coming. Pinkie smiled. But still. Coming. She was sad that her friend was now gone. Dash had only lasted 50 minutes. Not nearly as long as Pinkie had wanted. Coming. She looked back at the cadaver coming in the center of the room, the last of her friend's fluids draining into a pan. Yep, coming. No more rainbow dash. As she looked, Pinky cocked her head. She began to take notice of the fact that there really wasn't much damage to the corpse. In fact, the pink pony muse, I think an idea exploded in her head. Coming. She was good at coming, and she had all the pieces. All she had to do was put them back together. Yeah, she just had to get some stuffing and bingo. She'd have Rainbow Dash coming. In fact, thought Pinky, that's what she'd do for all her best friends when their numbers came up. She was coming. She skipped right over to the body with her skinner to get started. The cupcakes could wait. Pinkie Pie had a friend to make. Come. This pasta has 434 comments. Brace yourself. OMG, I thought it was cupcakes, not this dark shit. OMG, I thought it was cupcakes, not this. Jesus fucking Christ, this is horrible. Sorry, but there's so much violence and gore that is trying too hard to be scary, but fails. It's not even a creepy past or a scary story, it's just a bad fanfic twink. And plus, torture porn is gross, especially with ponies. Coming. It's just torture porn. I can write a story just like this. Don't believe me. As Mario's stomach was being cut in half, Luigi was coming. Luigi, no. The plumber screamed. And then Mario turned into coming. Z. And plus, torture porn is gross, especially with coming. Ease. In the Rainbow Factory, where your fears and horrors come true. In the Rainbow Factory, where not a single soul gets through. In the Rainbow Factory, where your fears and horrors come true. In the Rainbow Factory, where not a single soul gets Coming. through.